This is Rabbi Aaron Boxed from Temple Beth Shalom in Ocala, Florida, back for my podcast again. Happy 2024, uh, Secular New Year. Um, something that I haven't talked about in a few weeks, maybe even a month or so, uh, in my podcast has been what's going on in Israel, Palestine. And I want to talk about that today. I will say that, generally speaking, uh, in my life, there have been fewer experiences for me of anti-Semitism than many of my colleagues in different different parts of the country. Uh, and I'm, I'm very thankful and blessed uh, there uh, in that response, in that respect, excuse me. Um, however, there's a lot of misinformation out there that, you know, very, I, I want to believe, uh, good-hearted people who, who I think have the best of intentions, um, sometimes put things out in the world that they may not experience or they may not believe it's anti-Jewish or anti-Israel, but they don't have the, uh, same experiences that say a Jewish leader or a person who grew up Jewish would experience. Uh, uh, and one example is, uh, yesterday, uh, a friend I've had for, gosh, um, 30 years or so, maybe a little bit less, posted something on Facebook that basically implied or flat out said that Israel receives X amount of billions of dollars every year from the United States, uh, which works out to certain certain amount, certain amount per day. Uh, and then at the bottom it said, and Israelis have universal health care and government-sponsored uh, 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 education and, you know, uh, and so on. And so I, I, I commented on this person's post, what is your point? And his, his response was he didn't really have a point, but he really wished he could have had universal health care and government-paid-for education. And I... I, before I responded, I wanted to do some research because I believe it's important to back up what you're, what you're saying before you just jump into a discussion with something, with someone uh, about such an important um, idea or aspect or uh, problem as this could have very well have, have led to. And I said to my friend, you know, I've known you for a long time, so I, I don't believe that you are intending to be anti-Jewish or anti-Israel or anti-Semitic, uh, but let me explain to you why that comes across. Number one, equating U.S. foreign aid to Israel with free health care, quote-unquote, and, and education paid for by the government implies that Israelis are milking the United States basically for all this stuff so they can, they can live with, with, with all these free things. Well, something like 95% or more of the aid that Israel receives from the United States is military-based, uh, specifically for defending themselves, helping to defend themselves from their neighbors who are constantly fighting with them just because they're Jews, just because they're Israelis. Uh, and as a matter of fact, a lot of the, uh, the, the aid 
is to make enhancements on stuff that the United States winds up buying back anyway, uh, such as different kinds of airplanes and, and missiles and so on and so forth. Um, and also, if you've ever lived in Israel, you know that Israelis pay a ton of taxes for their quote-unquote free health care and quote-unquote free education. Um, and so I posted a couple of, of links to explanations about, A, the, the aid that Israel has received from the United States since 1948, and sort of an you know, a, a explanation or a how-to, not how-to, but a, a guide to Israeli health care. Um, uh, I will tell you, having lived in Israel for a year at one point, um, the health care system in Israel is good. Uh, uh, it was great for what I needed, um, but it's by no stretch of the imagination, you know, the greatest healthcare in the world. It's not bad in any way, shape, or form, but, you know, there are wait times. You don't just go to the doctor and go right in, and sometimes when you go in for some things, you know, you may not get exactly, uh, you, you'll get good care, but it won't necessarily be the best care because you're paying for what you get. And when you're paying so high in taxes and not everybody is because there are tax loopholes in every country, then what happens is some people have better health care than others. That does not disqualify the fact that everybody is able to receive health care, but there are different levels, just like in the United States. But not like like a teeny amount of the aid that Israel gets in the United States goes to domestic stuff. And it's not healthcare. Um, but anyway, so I explained to my friend that, that somebody who doesn't have necessarily the good heart that he has or doesn't have the intentions that he has. Look, I agree with him. I'd love to have free healthcare. I'd love to have, you know, free education. But that's not what this is about. And equating the two the two things, the Israeli aid from the United States and this free health care, just leads to leads someone who isn't educated, someone who doesn't have the same intentions that he has, to another just another reason to quote unquote hate Jews or hate Israelis. And that's dangerous, very dangerous. And that's what leads to um, um, fighting. And that's what leads to violence. And that's what leads to uh, anger that isn't necessarily put in the right place or towards the right people. And I'm seeing things all over our country. I'm seeing, you know, news reports of, of free Palestine or liberate Palestine, you know, groups uh, who are stopping traffic in different cities in the, in the country, trying to, to protest against, quote unquote, the Israel... I'm putting this in quotes here, the Israeli genocide, which of course is not actually happening. Genocide is a, a, an attempt to completely annihilate an entire culture of people. The Holocaust, the Shoah, that was genocide. Not the only genocide in the world that's happened. But if your people, like the Palestinians have, have grown exponentially, in numbers, that's not genocide. What's happening is people are dying in war. 
and Hamas is uh, just as, if not more, responsible for the Palestinian deaths as Israeli fighters are. Israelis are IDF, the defense, the Israeli Defense Force, is going out of their way to prevent unnecessary death. Now, obviously, in war, things happen. Unfortunately, mistakes happen. But I can tell you there are no Palestinians that are being raped and tortured by Israeli soldiers. There are no Israelis who are going into Palestinian cities and pulling out their women and their children and annihilating them in front of their families and embarrassing and humiliating and torturing and raping. That's not happening. And unfortunately, if you are only one-sided and you're only looking at things from one side and you're only, your mind only tells you one thing and you're getting all of your information from one source or maybe two sources that have the same foundational idea and that is hate Israel, your opinions are going to be tainted by that. My friend uh, thumbed up my responses. I did not, I have not heard a, 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 an apology. I don't, I don't think an apology is necessary. Perhaps pulling down the, the, the picture, the meme, uh, would be the image would be appropriate, but I'm not going to tell him what to do. But I will say that I have, I believe I have a responsibility as a rabbi, as a Jewish leader, um, to, to say things and to put myself out there um, in times. Now, I will say also, as a rabbi who shares a building with a church, uh, who walks into my office every day, blessed and thankful that I get to share in an interfaith dialogue every day that I come to work, and I feel tremendously supported, and my congregation feels tremendously supported by our Christian brethren, Christian family, and I'm lucky because of that. But that doesn't mean I am going to silence myself or not allow or allow the inappropriate, misleading, incorrect, non-factual things out there to be misinterpreted. So if you're questioning whether you should post something on social media, if you have a question about it, it's probably a good idea not to post it. Or at least ask somebody who is in that community or has knowledge of that community, hey, what do you think a person might think about or might feel or might react to X, this image? And then make a decision. That way, at least you're making an educated decision. You're not making a decision based on um, misinformation or misguidedness. Well, that's my podcast for this week. Uh, I'll be back next week. I would like to, sometime in the next couple of weeks, bring on the uh, pastor for the church I work with. Uh, he's an interim pastor while they look for another one. Uh, well, they look to hire a new pastor. I'd like to bring him on so we can talk about the benefits of working together. Um, and uh, that you all have a wonderful week. Take care.